Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Well, good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for joining us on the, well, uh, the day where news genuinely really does come back. Liz Truss, the Prime Minister, of course, and the Foreign Secretary, James Cleverly, flew to New York uh, after straight after the uh, Queen's funeral uh, and various meetings, meetings with Emmanuel Macron yesterday, uh, Joe Biden meeting with uh, Liz Truss tonight, uh, and numerous other bilaterals with the Foreign Secretary, and, of course, big speech from Liz Truss later tonight as well. And, of course, all these announcements back at home, long awaited as politics was put on hold. Uh, for the period of official mourning following the Queen's death. It is very, very much uh, coming back to life. Lots of big announcements, particularly uh, ahead, of course, the mini-budget on Friday. This and Parliament will then go into recess again because, goodness me, we don't need MPs actually scrutinising anything. What on earth would that be needed for, eh? Uh, and then we go into Labour Party conference and then Conservative Party conference and then waiting for the uh, MPs to come back. So a lot to get through. Basically, we've got about two weeks' worth of politics. Some would say an entire summer's worth of politics to get through in the next few days. Well, let's get straight down to it. Delighted to welcome a brand, well, a newbie in terms of this role, uh, sitting with me throughout the uh, morning, commentator Sam Armstrong. Good morning to you. Good morning, Julia. Uh, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Uh, an awful lot to talk about. Um, the front pages are all over the place. Mostly though, they're about what Liz Truss is going to announce, or all her government ministers are going to announce in the coming days. Um, gone with lots of different stories there. I think the one that's going to interest and I think should be the biggest concern for most people right now is help for business. Now, we understand the business secretary, Jacob Rees-Mogg, is at nine o'clock going to release information about the emergency support to help businesses cope with rising energy costs. There's some talk of it costing 20 billion pounds um but a cap um, of something like up to a third so we've got that cap of 2500 for domestic energy bills in terms of the average bill a household will pay every year but we're looking at for the next six months we believe hasn't been announced yet um a, a third cut to energy bills for businesses first of all would you welcome that and secondly is it enough well, look, businesses have had a really tough time because unlike the rest of us at home, they haven't had their energy bills capped for the last year. And some of them have seen their energy bills treble, quadruple or even more. And there was this real chance that 
pubs in particular that have to keep warm if you're going to sit there and yeah. drink are going to go out of business. And I don't think anybody wants to see that. But look, it's £20 billion minimum. Uh, it's bizarre that this news is going to get announced this morning by a press release, not even in the House of Commons. MPs aren't even going to look at it, talk about it, discuss it. And we're in this bizarre situation in which more money has managed to be spent in politics in the last month than has been, what, at any time ever. since the no, pandemic? Ever. Well, ever, ever. <laughs> and, and yet nobody, nobody at all is looking at it and saying, actually, is this is this too much, too little? Is there a better way of structuring this, yeah. a worse way of structuring this? Well, in Costings, even when we had the energy price cap for, I mean, much welcomed for domestic energy bills, £2,500 a year, um, there were no costings given. We were told we're going to get those on Friday. Though, interestingly, of course, the Office for Budget Responsibility, so they've done some costings of everything, um, but the government is going to publish them because it's a, it's a fiscal event, isn't it? It's not a budget and they don't have to. Uh, MPs are... I think the Treasury Select Committee others are saying, well, we would like to see those numbers, please, uh, what the actual what the actual figures are. But as you say, it's this lack of scrutiny. Look, we got used to this um, during uh, during lockdown. MPs not sitting, what they did, only a number of them in the House. Um, Parliament basically rubber stamping everything the government did, the opposition with them. Cabinet, I mean, we don't we haven't had cabinet government for quite a few years either. Um, again, there were times when the when the cabinet did meet during uh, not even just lockdown periods, but after that, where they would meet on Zoom, um, and cabinet ministers would be on mute. But, you know, but Downing Street would mute cabinet ministers so they couldn't speak and couldn't contribute. I mean, this is a, you know, we have presidential government in that sense. We're certainly seeing this with Liz Truss. I mean, there was certainly a view, wasn't it, when they start, when she became leader, that she had to hit the ground running and go for it. And of course, within two days, we had that announcement of, of help for domestic energy bills, but nothing for businesses, even though actually it was businesses who were much harder hit and already hit because we were seeing our bills going up on the 1st of October. Um uh, going up more, but but actually it's businesses who see what three hundred, four hundred percent increases, and and lots of you know, hospitality and retail saying we we are weeks away from going under. Yeah, and she is absolutely going like gangbusters, and she's promised friends recently privately that she's going to come into to Downing Street and following the Queen's funeral, she's going to go quote full tonto is what I've heard that she's told friends, uh, and and she's absolutely doing that, and and of course we're talking about twenty billion today, and then at the end of the week we're talking about the end of the national insurance rise, potential uh, tax cuts to income tax, to stamp duty, to everything else that never in the history of British politics has a prime minister come in and made such massive fiscal events so quickly and you're right that, that makes her frankly much more of a president than even tony blair was uh, <laughs> yeah. when he was trying to impose his style a, to begin with a lot of people and i'll be among those who would welcome a lot of these tax cuts I, the national insurance rise was a uh, not just politically stupid i think economically stupid it's quite literally a tax on jobs uh from rishi sunak i thought it was unusually stupid foolish act from him uh, and criticized it at the time and ever since um i think there's certainly a call for vat to be cut at a time when the government is reaping in huge amounts of extra money from price rises um, and 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 you know especially from energy and and actually that is a it's it's it is something very simple that the government can cut stamp duty look it's one of the most hated taxes anyone anyone who doesn't own a home it's one of the reasons why they don't because of the huge cost and if you do own a home it's often the reason why you can't afford to move because you are basically shoveling tens of thousands of pounds into the treasury coffers for which you get nothing I and mean, it's one thing to spend a fortune buying a home as many of us 
have to do even, you know, even to buy, I mean, you know, one bedroom flats in, in, in large parts, of certainly the southeast. You know, you're looking at people spending huge sums of money, multiples of their, their income um, and getting huge mortgages. Um, and yet, and, you know, landing themselves with debt for years, which, you know, with mortgage rates, mortgage interest rates going up is a concern for a lot of people. But but people just say, you know, at least you've got a, you've got something you can then sell. You know, but the, the stamp duty is... Uh, you know, huge sums of, sums of money that you just you you pay out probably at the time when you've got the least amount of money when you're trying to buy a home, you know, buy you know buy a new fridge freezer and a washing machine, all of which cost a fortune and have all gone up. Um, is this though? Is this about Liz Truss? Is this an ideological thing? Is this about her? I suppose you know her her setting out her stall early on. She's only got two years till the next general election. Realistically, we are not going to be flying high in wonderful economic you know, paradise <laughs> in two years' time. But she she wants to set out her stall and not say, when things are better, I will cut taxes. She's saying, you th- get things better by cutting taxes. She's talking about going for growth. She's saying, we've not had growth for years. Do, is there a, you know, is there, a, I, mean, I don't think it is madness to cut taxes anyway, but is there a method in it all? Yeah, I think so. And it's amazing to see people's reaction to all of this. That There are so many in the media and the commentariat that just simply don't know what to say or how to deal with they disapprove they disapprove but they just can't even get themselves on the same paradigm as her that they want to talk about spending more and more and more and more of our money and that's the only language they can speak and and when they say to her yeah but well this tax cut it's going to benefit the rich more than the poor they're expecting her to say no it's not but actually she's saying yes it is but that's not the point the point is it's going to get growth which means we're all going to earn more which means we're all going to be better off it's growing the pie is the idea but also by definition i I can think i can think of no tax cut surely that that doesn't benefit the rich more than the poor because because the poor don't pay taxes largely other than other than vat uh, you know, sales tax, but simply because in fact it's, that's a very regressive tax because it's on, on a lot of the. I mean, actually, a lot of necessities are actually facing VAT. Not food, obviously, but as you know, energy has VAT on it, and and fuel for the car and the like. But but there is this element where you know the the, the announcements that we had from Rishi Sunak earlier this year, largely regarded as not enough to help people facing the energy crisis and inflation, that that they actually helped quite clearly targeted help. The the poorer you were, the more help you got. That was that. Was was quite clearly the case. Um, but Liz Truss's plans very much more help people who are better off. She is going to face a you know barrage of criticism for that, um, largely from people who, let's face it, wouldn't vote for her anyway. Um, is there an element where somebody, and she said in a couple of interviews in New York, standing on the Empire State Building, doing lots of interviews with the media, where she was basically saying, yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I'm okay with making decisions that people are that are unpopular and that people don't like if I think it's the right thing to do. I mean, I'm I'm feeling echoes of Margaret Thatcher doing doing the tough stuff that a lot of people will disapprove of. But does it matter if the leader writers of The Guardian, you know, or the BBC's political editor disapprove? Yeah, I, and I think that's right. And we mustn't forget, of course, that Margaret Thatcher has returned successfully in three elections. The British public like people with guts. And in politics, when the waves are battering you around, when the when you go on a morning show and all you're asked is, why are you doing this? Why do you hate poor people? Why do you hate poor people? You're <laughs> yeah. a miserable person. You're dreadful. It's easy to get pushed around. And Liz is basically going all out, going big. She's putting it everything she's got, all her chips down, all on black, and she's going for growth. And 
I think the public in the end are probably going to like the gamble. If it doesn't go right, well, she was only going to be in for two years anyway. Um, she's lost nothing. I, I think in the end, this might just be the, the political gamble of the century. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.